hello. Hello. Who is this? You tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Well, just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. is playing a deadly game. It all began with a scream over 911. Someone who's seen one too many scary movies. Now, he's taken his love of fear. Hello? Hello, Sydney. One step too far. Do you like scary movies? What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act. She's always running up the stairs and she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a scary movie. Number one, you can never have sex. Never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. Get another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. He didn't make the rules. The police are always on track. If they watch Palm Night, it's safe time. He just kills by them. Don't answer the phone. Don't open the door. Don't try to hide. and Scream Queens and welcome back to the Horror Daddies podcast. A podcast where we talk about horror movies and the daddies in them. And Carlos, what movie did we watch today? So today we watched 1996's Scream, which today is the anniversary of Scream itself. So happy anniversary, Scream. Happy 25th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday. And... Before we start off the show, just want to say if you want to support the podcast, podcast, <laughs> go uh, follow us on Spotify, everywhere that you can get your uh, podcast from, except Pandora, Petty. And yeah, if you can review, comment anything, please do that. It supports us and helps us in the algorithm. Also, we have our merch store if you want to support us directly. And now that we're going to watch or talk about the movie, just sit back and relax mm-hmm. and let's talk some shit. Yeah, so Scream 1996, directed by Wes Craven and written by Kevin Williamson, gay icon. Oh, really? Yeah, he's gay. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Do, do you see why I think Billy and Stu are together? Yeah, I think <laughs> they have a lot of chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a budget of $14 million, ended up grossing $173 million, Oof. and a huge cast, so... That's well, a lot of cast members. I know. Like, like a lot of important ones, such too. Such a good cast, too. Mm-hmm. Such a good cast. We have Neve Campbell, who plays Sydney, Courtney Cox, who's Gil Weathers, David Arquette, who's Deputy Dewey, Ski Ulrich, Billy, Matthew Lillard, Stu, Jamie Kennedy, Randy, Drew Daddies. Barrymore, Casey, mm-hmm. Rose McGowan, who's Tatum, and Roger Jackson, who is the ghost face voice. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he, he does cameos. Yeah. Like, and with a voice, that's fucking cool. 
I want one. Mm, I know. But um, I just got to say, this movie really surprised me. Really? It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. And this is, I must throw it out there because I know somebody's going to get mad. This is, the f- this is the only scary movie I've seen. Or the Scream, the, the scream movie, okay. I should say. It were originally <laughs> was supposed to be named Scary Movie. Oh, yes, and yes. And then it was changed to Scream, which is what we were watching a, a behind the scenes. And Wes Craven did say making Scary Movie. Like, that's crazy. They, they must have changed it. Like, and then they changed on it. the way. Uh, which is funny because then we do get scary movie that um, uh, what parodies, is it? parodies uh, Scream, which to be honest, Scream wasn't my fir- first, wasn't the first time I was introduced to Ghostface. Unfortunately, it was scary movie. Yeah, because I remember watching it with my parents and I thought this was fuck. It was, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was great. It was pretty funny for like because usually I used to be so scared of these movies. Yeah. So then when I actually my mom had the Scream trilogy on VHS said it right this time um <laughs> that i would watch it as comfort and i oh, loved gotcha. scream i never i didn't find it as terrifying only because it was kind of ruined by scary movie for i guess me. that's true um, when you watch one of them and then you can't stop thinking of the references from scary movie which mm-hmm. unfortunately that's what happened with me but even though i still love these movies oh yeah they're great by themselves they're super great and I love Ghostface. Ghostface is, I don't I, know, it's just, re- it's kind of relatable because it's like, it's things that we talk about in real yeah, life. It's but like real people. Talked about in, yeah, like all the references and shit. I think that's what I like the most. Yeah. I love referencing shit. I, I don't know if this might be controversial, but I don't like saying that this movie is like a slasher movie. What? Yeah. Cause I don't think the main thing is Ghostface. I think it's like who's Ghostface or who's doing these murders. Mm. For me, it's more like a murder mystery almost. Okay. Uh, Because I'm like, you know, Michael Myers is very focused on Mm -hmm. him being the killer. Jason, like, we know everything about Jason, but he's this destructible force. Like, Ghostface is just like a guy, and he gets his ass whooped the entire time. And we don't... I feel like he's not even the major thing about this movie. I feel like Mm. it's more the people underneath interesting i don't know why i was like watching i'm like i don't like saying this is a slasher movie okay i'll i'll say that's fair i see where i kind of see where you're coming from but if i see it as it is a slasher for me but a slasher that's imitating other slashers yeah yeah or his his um well i'm forgetting words now but (laughs) his he wants to be like a the slasher like he wants to be as famous popular, as mm-hmm. like an icon he, he wants, wants to be a slasher be, icon he wants to become his own icon which yeah i feel like it is true and i feel like that comes with the meta you know of like them loving horror movies that mm-hmm, much so mm-hmm. yeah but uh, this movie i have a lot to say about the opening scene oh we can jump we listen i don't know where i'm not going in order oh yeah we're that's gonna, fine we're we just, can gonna, just talk. we're going to have a fluent conversation today. Oh, hell yeah. I do have a funny story about Ghostface though. Okay, okay. So my my cousin doesn't listen to podcasts. He doesn't know very much English, but shout outs to my cousin Angel. Um, he fine, y'all. <laughs> he fine. He knows it too. Um so pretty much uh there was one day when I lived in Puerto Rico, I can't remember what fucking what year, but it was Halloween and we opened the door and it was my three cousin. It was Angel, Christopher and, and Brian. And but I didn't we, they were in costume and Angel was wearing a ghost face costume mm-hmm. and he was doing like the whole like head tail like he wasn't talking or anything and I'm like ah that's Angel and then he just wasn't saying anything so I'm like everyone's like no maybe it's not maybe it's ghost face and I just punched him straight <laughs> in the face 
<laughs> and he took his mask off. I was like, told you it was him. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, we, he came, he visited a couple weeks ago and I was like, I mentioned that to him and he couldn't stop laughing. He was like, I was so mad at you. <laughs> I would be too. I was little. It's, it's Halloween. <laughs> I think I was like 10. I just straight so up funny. punch him in the I, face. I will say Ghostface is one of those costumes that I was like, oh, I like this. I don't like, I wasn't scared of it. No, like, it, it what. It's not that creepy. It's just no, and it, no, it's goofy it, looking. I, f- I feel like it is creepy. It's just, again, scary movie just ruined it for, for I guess, yeah, for me. That's true. So it, it, That's, I guess, the pro- major problem with those movies is mm-hmm. that it's always like, well, if you watch those first, you, it's going to ruin the movie. And I couldn't you. control that. That was all my parents. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. it, it sucks. It's the same conversation with remakes. It's like when you watch a remake and then watch yeah. the original, it's like, oh, you're going to ruin it and you're not going to see what's so special about the original movie. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I love those movies and I would love to have a comeback with them, especially mm-hmm. with the fifth one coming out. Oh, it's with Scream. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would love for another a scary, scary movie, movie. The, the the sequel of Scary Movie. That'd be so good. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, but yeah, this opening scene. So this opening scene is with Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I know she was supposed to play... She was supposed to be the main... She was supposed to be Sydney, basically. And I guess she was like... No, let's change it up and like let me die first. Because she was so high profile. Yeah, and people are not gonna expect it. Was this during the uh, Charlie's Angel era? No, this is way before. Way before Charlie's okay, Angels was like two thousand one. Oh, gotcha. This okay. is ninety six. Yeah, but her name is Casey in this movie, and you know she picks up the phone. She gets a phone call. And she's like, "Hello," and it's like this very seductive, obviously it's Ghostface voice. And mm-hmm. let's okay. I'm gonna jump into who the killer is. So if you, if you, honestly, if you haven't seen this movie, go and watch it. You're not. I don't know why you're even listening. (laughs) Yeah, um, go and watch it. It's been 25 years, but with Billy and Stu, the way the conversation is being held between her and the ghost face, and the way he's talking to her, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's Billy. Billy's doing the phone call because Billy's very seductive to me. Yeah, even though I know the voice is the voice changer does the same voice no matter what. Yeah, 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 listening yeah. to it or talking, Billy does have, and I feel like Billy's also the nerdier one about horror movies than Stu. Yes, because Stu is kind of I feel like he's like the the brooder the brute, and then Billy's he's more confused. the brains. Yes, and then when she's getting attacked, I feel like that's more Stu. Yeah, because he's clumsy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another. Yeah, that is another. Anytime thing. Ghostface is being clumsy, I'm like that has to be Stu. It has. Yeah, that has to be. Mm-hmm. I do like that they keep it. A mystery. Okay. This is what I love about this scene. This scene, I feel like it's one of the best openings in movie history, I think. Mm -hmm. Because it does so much. Mm -hmm. It's not only just having the conversation of, like, this seductive, you know, person over the phone. You also get all, like, the creepy, oh, I have your boyfriend tied up in the back. Yeah. And it's not... It it just it's such a drastic change of tone mm-hmm. that I feel like it's kind of like it it caught me by surprise. I was like, oh shit, I forgot that it was this intense. Yeah. Not only that, but when the parents come home, oh I cried. That scene, oh my, it's so it powerful. Mm-hmm. Especially when she grabs the phone, it's her like gargling her own blood. I yeah. was like, oh my god. But when the ghost face goes to kill her and she grabs a mask. Yeah. There's like a moment of pause where like the camera just goes up to the knife and it's like that little shot. It's like this is what the movie is about. And we don't know who these motherfuckers are, mm-hmm. but she's and but she sees she's seeing mm-hmm. who it is and realizing who it is, which I think it was Stu because later on it's mentioned that he dated her. I was about to say that. I'm like, and didn't he like? So I think Stu was the one that did the killing here. Yeah. And um, 
because then there is a scene later in a, by the fountain where they're all talking, and Stu gets kind of nervous when Randy mm-hmm. goes, "Hey, weren't didn't you date her?" So and you can you tell could, that he kind of goes. He what? gets a little nervous, and Billy goes to his defense, but also Tatum's like, "Oh well, he was with me." But I'm like, okay, he may have been with you, girl, but um, at what time was that? Yeah, exactly. Because then also right after Sydney, you know, Sydney was with Billy that night too, but it could have been right after he did that, where he said he was watching The Exorcist, but he really was making. Fa- I mean, he could have been at home watching The Exorcist talking to Casey. It's just like, but I guess we don't know the time skip we because don't, it's we like don't. that happens and then immediately cuts to him jumping into the fucking house. But that's the mystery. Yeah, and we also throughout the whole movie we don't know that there's two of them. That that's we true. We only think that it's one. I immediately. As soon as we saw Billy, I was like, he's the killer. Even though I know, and I, I don't know if it's like I'm being influenced by that, mm-hmm. but it's like the first thing he says, I was watching The Exorcist, you know, the TV edition that they cut out all the good parts. I'm like, that's such a nerdy thing to say. <laughs> and it's like, especially when he's getting mad that she didn't know that the mom of uh, uh, Mrs. Voorhees was the killer in the first Friday 13th. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, literally, it's like such a transition. And that's the first thing he says. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's such an obvious sign. And but then I was when I was watching the rest of the movie, which I had to do like four times. <laughs> I Not because it was bad because he kept falling asleep. And honestly, I did too. Well, it's just we Tubi. Tubi TV week. is the fucking craziest yeah. name. I I ended up downloading. I had the 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 steelbook. The steelbook. So I ended up having the digital version, and I love that I can just click on my phone and it streams <laughs> right to my TV, and I don't got to worry about nothing. Yeah, because Tubi is like com- with commercials makes the movie so much longer. And then it's like in important parts, it'll just cut to commercials. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he, Stu decided I was watching the Exorcist. I just, I, I, it didn't hit me because he turns it into that. Our relationship started very rated R NC 17. And now I feel like we're just made for TV. Like we're not, yeah, like we're, we're not having sex. We're Obviously not he's this. so manipulative. Yeah. <laughs> Such a toxic thing. But to I was say. like, you're comparing like a rated R movie to your sex life, which yeah. is super. It's weird. Red, red flags. Oh, definitely. You're a killer. So. Yeah. But when it's him and he looks at you with those eyes, you're like, <sighs> yeah, Honestly, you're right. Though, <laughs> yes. And you know, I know I always joke around with my sexual awakenings and I say that this guy's hot. Yeah. I feel like every hot. movie we watch, you're like, that's my sexual awakening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like, but. Man, these two, Billy and Stu, mm, I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> he opened the closet. <laughs> I showed it. I said, I'm here. Because, <laughs> man, I don't know what it was. And honestly, Sydney, I forgot how gorgeous she is mm-hmm. in this movie. I was, well, I mean, in general. But, like, just watching her in this movie, I was like, wow, she's so pretty. Yeah. And her friend. I forgot her. Well, Tatum. 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 Yeah, Tatum Rosa is McGowan. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, so, and then Tatum and Dewey are brother and sister. Yes. So, okay, let, let me explain the plot a little bit, because we're just everywhere. But, so, Ski Ulrich was split Billy. He's dating Sydney. Mm-hmm. Stu is dating Tatum. Mm-hmm. Tatum and Dewey are brother and sister. He is the older brother, which explains why Sydney and Dewey had always kind of that close bond relationship. Yeah, it's like their best friend's mm-hmm. friend. Uh, then Gail Weather, she is the news reporter, but she was the one at the... Uh, I guess the crime scene when Sydney's mom died because mm-hmm. Sydney's mom was murdered a year ago from this anniversary of, you know, what's happening now. And Sydney does not like Gail. Hell no. I always thought that they were best friends and I was watching. And I was like, oh, yeah, they don't like each other. They Their friendship grows as the movies go on. Yeah. Um, And then Sydney blamed this guy. I forgot his name and I should not be forgetting these things, but 
She she blamed this. I freak. Wow. Let me let me look up his name. It's the it. guy that plays um, he plays Wolverine's brother in that one movie. <laughs> Wolverine bro- the Sabretooth? Yeah. Uh, Colton oh. Colton Weary. She blames Colton Weary for killing the mom because she said that she saw him leaving. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wearing because she saw someone wearing his jacket, which we f- we do find out that Billy and Stu were the ones that did the murder. So did I say Colton? I'm in Cotton. Um. <laughs> It's just a weird name. Yeah, Cotton. <laughs> I do like the third one where he has a TV show called 100% Cotton. And it's like, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, And she saw somebody leaving with his jacket. And then his jacket was found in the car, mm-hmm. which it wasn't. We find out it wasn't him. It was actually Billy and Stu that did the murdering because Sydney's mom apparently slept with uh, Billy's dad, causing Billy's mom to leave. And it's like it fucked up her life, it, yeah, and it, or his life, and it fucked say. him up. And now he's basically taking revenge on yeah. Sydney because like, he says mm-hmm. there's no motive, but it's like then not right after he's like, "Your mom was a well, fucking they, dirty yeah. slut." And I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, he, he he starts off with no motive. The whole Michael Myers thing that Michael didn't have a motive, but it's like then he's like, you know what? There was a motive. It, yeah, fuck your, your mom. mom. Yeah, your mom fucking <laughs> slept with my dad. You stupid bitch. but Um, yeah it's a very simple plot too it's not like this crazy elaborate plan mm -mm. and i feel like it does a lot of things right i guess watching it again knowing who the killers are they have so many things that are so obvious like how billy shows up right at the fucking exact time at the party he disappeared well okay let's talk about let's talk about who 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 was doing what in these because the whole movie, everyone, I feel like back in 96, everyone's like, oh, it's just one guy. I guess that's true. And Nobody re- had no yeah. clue. But then you reveal that there's two. So it's like, think about how this happened. Because mm-hmm. Billy did seem innocent a lot of the time because Ghostface was literally just attacking her. Yeah. So in the first one, Sydney gets attacked and she's attacked by Stu. Definitely. For sure. Because very clumsy, mm-hmm. falling everywhere. And then... Billy's the one on the phone. Yeah. Doing a lot of the phone call for her. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it that... And I feel like also we need to take into consideration that Stu dated uh, Casey. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's almost like, hey, this we're going to kill your girlfriend. So you do the killing. Now it's Sydney that they're going after. So this is Billy's kill. It's like they're kind of like interchanging kills like this. This one's not for you. This one's mine. This is personal for me. Okay, because she runs up the stairs and she makes a phone. Well, she makes a computer cough to the police which i never knew that was a thing yeah you know they try <laughs> do to do a lot of things it was scary. like she texted yeah <laughs> yeah she basically i love in scary movies like white woman in trouble and it's like quick response <laughs> um but billy shows up right away and ghostface leaves like mm-hmm. he just leaves the door alone so it's like okay so it can't be billy at this point where we're thinking but then he drops a phone yeah. And it's like, wait and a that's minute. that's so on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the bigger surprise is not that Billy did it, it's that Stu did it. With Billy? Because the whole time I'm like, how are people so, like, this is so obvious that it's him. Yeah. Like, how is this such a big surprise? But I think it's more of obviously that there's two of them, but also that Stu was in it because everything did, like, Stu was literally so out of the left field. And Billy literally felt so... I mean, he went to fucking jail for it. So it was like, yeah. oh shit, like, obviously it's him. There's so much evidence pointing towards him. Mm-hmm. Well, he goes to jail. He makes a phone call, and I mean, but then his dad is there. And then towards the end, Sydney starts asking him, like, who did you call? Really? He's like, oh, my dad. Duh. But reveal that he probably did call Stu to throw Sydney off because then later that night after the jail scene, Sydney's at 
Tatum's house mm-hmm. and she gets another phone call and it's like, haha, it wasn't Billy. You thought it was. Yeah. So it's like Stu, obviously they planned it. It's like, Hey, throw her off my scent. Yeah. And then Randy could also be a red flag because Randy knows so much he's, about he's horror movies. He's like a movies. big nerd. And towards the end, he disappears a little bit. So then it's like throwing you off too that it could have been Randy. And then for Tatum's death, Stu tells Tatum, go get a, go get us a beer in the garage. Mm-hmm. He wanted to kill her. Oh, yeah. But he, I don't think you don't think no. he was the one. This it's was Billy. This was Billy. Because it's like almost like, hey, everyone. It's like he's it's it's on purpose. It's like. He's surrounded by people, so he can't just disappear. Mm-hmm. We never really saw Billy at the party. Like nope. we saw him maybe once, and, and then, then he just was gone. Once Tatum dies, the party everyone's leaving, and he shows up by the door. Mm-hmm. And Sydney's like, "Oh shit, you're here." Yep. So yeah, because it's like, "Oh, we haven't seen Billy in a while," mm-hmm. and then he just appears out of nowhere. And it's right after Tatum dies. Exactly. Which is like, oh, okay, so Billy killed Tatum. Uh, what's another death in this movie? Well, then we have the sex scene. At, oh yeah, yeah. Because we have the one, the one sex scene, and with Billy and uh, Sydney, and we see Ghostface behind Billy, mm-hmm. and he kills Billy, he, and yeah. it's like air quotes, yeah, and it's like <laughs> oh, which is also like shot so like typical horror, like low budget horror movie where Whoa. like you don't see anything. Mm-hmm. Well, this whole thing, I love that it's shot about because Randy also gives the rules of like. No sex, no drugs, and don't ever say I'll be right back. And literally, I see saying that, like, everyone breaks the rules. It's getting naked, Mm -hmm. she's having sex. And I feel like that's a, I think this movie does the job where it's like, you still can be the final girl, even though you broke all those rules. Like, no matter what it is, you can still be that final girl. And also the fact that it's like, fuck the rules. You can still do whatever you want and change it up. Yeah, exactly. Change it up. Because that's the thing about Scream. It was. That the genre was basically dying off yeah. because it was always the the slashers. It's like the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. The virgins, um, you know, the jock, all this is the same repetitive thing over and over. So Scream was like, let's change it up, which is, I think, what gravitated audiences. And then it awoken up this new era mm-hmm. because after this, we get, I think, some pretty fucking awesome movies. Like we get The Faculty. We get Halloween H2O. We get Bride of Chucky. We and they all different and then even like Bride of Chucky and, and Halloween H2O they're watching Scream 2 yeah which makes no sense because they're watching Halloween here <laughs> so it's like wait a minute which one is the which what reality are we really in yeah and, I, I have to say though how I don't know how they used so much of the Halloween movie I know I wonder how they were able to because it's is it the same production team no so the thing I I Wes Craven and John Carpenter have to be like the best of friends. They have honestly to be. though they're the goats of horror. Oh yeah, I'm gonna say here they are the goats of horror, and they do make a joke where Tatum's like, "Oh, it's one of those like Wes Carpenter flicks," and I thought that was really funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it's like, I feel like Halloween inspired Wes to make new a Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. and then. A Nightmare on Elm Street obviously did have a franchise that Wes wasn't really a part of. But then Wes decided to make New Nightmare an inspiration to obviously a Nightmare on Elm Street where like Nancy is a real life version of or it's a real life version of Heather Langenkamp dealing with this. It's almost like Freddy Demon. Freddy. uh Uh-huh. And then Wes took that formula and this made scream out of yeah, it. Yeah, he fleshed it out more, mm-hmm. and it's literally like a proto movie. Like it's like he tested it out, it did well, and he's like, okay, I can just make this better. Mm-hmm. And then he made it. He went. He dove more into that meta and just made scream. And I love watching those meta move, like like the proto movies, oh, yeah. because 
um, I think I was telling you Dark Man mm-hmm. from Sam Raimi is literally like proto Spider Man. Like okay. you watch it, it's like wow, you see the inspiration completely. Mm-hmm. And I love watching those. I feel like if Wes Craven was still alive, movies would be so different right now. Because mm-hmm. I feel like how honestly did he die young? He died like I f- 2015. Okay, it was after his last movie was Scream Four. Oh wow! Honestly though. He he. It's sad that he left us, but that movie, I'm gonna I'm gonna t- I'm. I mean, I have said it here and I've said it before. Scream Four is probably my second favorite Scream, just because it plays on the remake of Scream One. Okay. Obviously, it is a continuation of Sidney Gales and Dewey's story. Yeah. But it's basically a remake of this movie, and what they and the and the fact that they they did what a remake should do. It's like. Yeah, we're remaking this movie, but let's change it up a little bit. Because gotcha. the twist and scream, spoiler alert, and you haven't seen them. Yeah, I haven't. Seen, I honestly feel like I might have seen a little bit of the second one, and that's it. I don't really have a memory mm, of them. Maybe I shouldn't spoil it then. I uh, I'll be fine. Okay, I'll be fine. Well, spoiler alert. Skip thirty seconds. The thing with Scream Four <laughs> is that you would think they're gonna be like, oh, it's the boyfriend again. It's, we're playing off on the remakes here. Mm-hmm. We we already know what's happening. No, it's. It's the girl that's supposed to be Sydney in this movie. Oh yeah, I, so I seen cousin, that. It's her cousin. Yeah. So it's like holy shit! It's her cousin and basically the Randy character now. Yeah. Oh so yeah. So it's like it's like if Scream One was basically Sydney and Randy were the killers. Gotcha. So they changed it up instead of being on Billy and Stu because, you know, her cousin did have a boyfriend that was kind of suspicious, a red herring, and he had and there was this other guy, and it's like, could it? it it has to be him. I mean, we're playing on remakes here. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's the girl that's supposed to be the final girl and the boy that knows all about horror now. And it's like, shit, like, I don't know. Scream. I fucking love Scream 4. I feel like I, that's another thing that's so good because this one, yeah, it's almost parroting its own movie, mm-hmm. but it's it does such a good job. It's not just doing it for the sake of making a different movie. It's just also trying something new. I Because uh, that's a problem with remakes is that they remake it, but they they just kind of keep it the same. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what? Why did it have to be remade? And uh, and, and, and uh, yeah, and another thing in in four that they do the whole how in Casey they they test her with her knowledge, like well, who's the killer in Halloween mm-hmm. and who's the killer in Friday the Thirteenth, which you know she gets it wrong. Well, in Scream Four they do the whole thing, but they they're asking her questions about remakes. Gotcha. So it's it, I I don't know. I just love the way they play on that. I'm I'm still saying this new movie is a direct sequel to the first it has one. To it be. has to it's be. It's a it, it's it's it sounds weird how I explain I try to explain it, but it's like it's a continuation, but as a as a sequel to the first one. Yeah, yeah. Because it's 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 the era we are in now. Because and another thing with four is that um, they do play on the whole online thing or recording everything thing before even streaming or you know yeah, like influencers were like even a thing. Mm-hmm. That's why Scream 4 is so prominent still because it's like we do live in that now yeah. where we have influencers and streamers and that's what Jill wanted to be. She wanted to just be this popular influencer because of a murder thing that happened and she recorded all the killings in Scream 4. Yeah. So that's why with this new one, I'm like, what could they do? And and I think that's what they're going to do because now we're get, we, do, we are getting all these sequels to mm-hmm. these iconic horror movies. Like we have Halloween, Candyman, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is coming in a few months. It's like, and they're ne- literally named after the original, in, in with no type, with no 
no like number mm-hmm. afterwards. I did have a theory because the the logo was screen but with a slash in between it. So if you grab every letter, it's four letters and then the slash in between, and it's like a f- uh, like you know like what is it called like the the tally marks. tally marks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's the fifth because the slash is the final mm-hmm. number. But at the same time, the crew is like so hesitant of calling it the fifth movie. They're always like, it's a it's a you know it's another screen movie. It's not a sequel. It's not a remake. It's just a screen movie. They're throwing movie. us off. They're definitely throwing us off. And I feel like a lot of the things we're seeing, I hope to God that the trailer they released and everything they're showing us is not even in this movie. Oh, that would be so insane. And, it, and it's I've, true. I want to go into this movie super blind, but it's kind of hard to not it's, watch those trailers because they're amazing. Yeah. But it's like, what if what if what they they've, they made another movie in a way and they just showed it's us that? It's all different. Mm-hmm. That would be wild. I feel like they can't do that because it's like kind of like false advertisement. Oh, fuck it. But I wouldn't it's be also mad. Scream. I wouldn't be mad as hell. No. And like, I, Marvel changed how trailers go because they changed so much from the trailers because mm-hmm. in Endgame or Infinity War, they had like scenes with like the Hulk and the Hulk wasn't even in the fucking movie and like Thanos with those Infinity Stones. So who knows? These movies, trailers now... They could be completely different. Yeah, we see like everyone die in the fucking trailer too. Like um, basically, almost we see. And like, it's like we can kind of see who's dying. Yeah, which I was like, no. But it's like you can literally be like, oh, it's this person, this person, this. Person. And it's like, damn, who the fuck is left after mm-hmm. this? You know. So a lot of fan theories are going on on who's the killer is, and I follow this Twitter page, Hello Sydney, and Hello Sydney, basic, um, on Twitter, and I think they put up a poll. I think it was them that they they did a poll who the killer is. And Sydney got like almost a lot of the votes, I'm and I'm like, you. and then in this movie, I hope I don't want it to be Sydney, but in this movie, there's a scene where she goes, to, she she disappears because she because they get distracted with Gail, and Billy's looking for her, and she pops out of the closet with a ghost face costume and stabs him, and then she takes it off, and I'm like, I hope that God they don't play on that, but I'm like they better not. Yeah, I mean it would be. I always said that I'm like this five movie might be Sydney, but I feel like it's also like Sydney's been through so much. Why would she do? Why this? would she do this? Right, yeah, right. But again, it, if this is a direct to seek direct sequel, mm-hmm. maybe nothing really happens besides uh, the first movie. But then you mentioned uh, Stu coming back to life. I I'm one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I know people get annoyed with those people, but I, I am one of those. Well, it, there's so much evidence to it. Even though when I watch this movie, it's they're like, well, the TV can't kill him. I don't think the crushing is what kill him. I think the electricity is what kill him. Yes. Because he was fucking... Well, th- those TVs were actually heavy, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. The, for those children that <laughs> don't know. know those TVs. But also, like, Stu was supposed to come back for the third one. Like, there was a script and everything for him. And they don't, they didn't go through with it. But it's like, if Wes, Wes Craven wanted it at one point, why wouldn't they do it now? Yeah. And if they're, they keep saying things like, oh, this is for Wes, um, you know, everything it's for Wes. It's almost like every decision made for this movie is just like as a thank you for Wes Craven. Exactly. And it's like, oh, come on now. Yeah. And, it's, <laughs> and if they're also, and if they're playing off the whole sequel thing, it's like. It's perfect. And the sequel, all these sequels were getting the original killers mm-hmm. older but we're getting them back. And I'm like, come on now. Yeah, it, it can't be. And it can't be Billy unless somehow there's fucking voodoo shit involved. And he, the bullet and I'll fucking yeah, brought to life. Imagine. So <laughs> they go super different. They bring magic into it. <laughs> oh, that'd be insane. I feel like this is the same conversation with like, is Andrew and Toby Maguire, the Spider-Man movie. Like, oh, 
It's like I don't know. Are they? Yeah, it's like Stu. Yeah. Stu might be in it. Yeah, and yeah. We're still holding on because I feel like it can't be the kid from Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh no! Because he's he, too edgy. But here, yes. Um, I actually saw he got. I think he got the least amount of votes, if I remember correctly. One, but at the same time, there's a possibility because he is related to Judy Hicks. And in part four, Judy Hicks seemed like such a red herring. Mm. And she she's a, she was a deputy in the four, and now she's the sheriff of the town. Yeah. And also, but then at the same time, it's like, that is too obvious. Yeah, it's just the one, way he acts as well. That, his name is Wes. Gotcha. So it's like, we it's, can't make it too obvious for everyone. Nah. And there's a possibility that he could be the kid of one of these two original killers, which would be interesting because she yeah. did go to school with Sydney. She, mm. we were just never saw her in this original movie, yeah. but in part four, she's like, Oh, we were in class together. Blah, blah, blah. It's like just she like throws a herself in. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's the son of Billy and Stu and we just don't know that. And who knows? I mean, this is also a movie that has multiple killers, so he mm-hmm. could be one of them. But at the same time, it's like, it's like watching a saw movie. How like in every saw movie, there's always one guy and he yeah. always looks the fucking same. Mm-hmm. And we know at the end, he's like, I've been working with fucking, you know, him forever. And now I've made all these plans. And it's like, okay, we get it. Yeah. So, um, this is who people are thinking it is. Okay. There's two of them. Who is Sonia Omar, who plays Liv McKenzie. Okay. In the trailer, she's the girl with the pink hair. Okay. And she does oh, the whole oh, thing yes, with yes, the yes. the iro and the throat. And then the, the football player. Uh, oh, Mason yeah. Good- Gooding, who plays Chad Meeks Martin. Because I know he had, like, technology or something like that uh, in yeah, the trailer. Yeah, but I don't know. But we also see that. But that's the thing. It's like, in this movie, Billy and Stu aren't afraid of fucking get stabbing themselves, like, yeah. almost to death for the fucking, for, to survive, mm-hmm. to, like, make it to, to make the sequel. I will say it has to be a boy. Yeah. Because in the tra- the new the newer TV spot where he has the metallic mask, the arm is... It's a guy arm. Yeah. But again, maybe that's just one of them. Yeah. Oh, no. For, so the only movie that's only done one is the third for, the third one. Is that with the final girl, right? Is that the one with the hospital? No. So oh, the third okay. one, spoiler alert, if we haven't seen it. Sorry that we're kind of jumping up through the whole movies. Yeah, I mean. Um, <laughs> it's it's her step, her, yeah, her half brother. Okay, gotcha. So that's he's, the only one with the one. the only one. The only movie with one ghost face. Yeah, it has to be multiple. There was going to be two. But then I think something, the whole Columbine thing kind of messed with that movie. Gotcha. So a lot had to be changed and yeah. around. So that that way, that that's why that movie's the, like, the least favorite among fans. It has changed so fucking it, much. It was, yes, it was, Columbine really changed that movie up. Damn. And I think that movie was probably going to be the most violent, to be honest, before that whole thing happened. Damn, that, mm-hmm. that would be so crazy. I will say, I was reading that this movie was supposed to be directed by like different people before Wes Craven even took it. Mm. So Sam Raimi was supposed was approached to direct it. Oh wow. And I w- that could have been such a different movie. Oh yeah. And I think it was like something about like how the script was so so wild that like he did it cuz they wanted to make it like um what do you call it? Not campy but kind of s- a satire. That's what it's the word. Okay. But Sam Raimi was like I don't know how this could be satire. And then George A Romero was supposed to direct it. Ghostface was a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so wild. Hey, Billy, yeah. at the end. Um, and then there was someone like Donny uh, Donny Boyle and Tom McLaughlin. Okay. I have no clue. Tom uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Gotcha. Okay, um, gotcha. Parts. I forgot part, but yeah. And 
that would have been so interesting seeing mm-hmm. these movies like completely different. So, I mean, yeah, because they they honestly, it would be funny. Hollywood would never, would never, ever, ever do this. But it'll be funny if they give all these directors this one script, and then it's like, just make it make all these five different movies. Let's release them all and see how different they are. That would be wild. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's just Sam Raimi has such a spe- such a specific style that the movie would be so different. Yeah. And George A. Romero as well. Like I just I don't I can't see this movie that, on any other way. Mm-mm. It's so weird. And I think I got that. Um, the Tom McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Oh yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Jason Liz, Part Six. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. He wrote Part Six. Oh, mm-hmm. he he wrote it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he didn't mm-hmm. direct it. Really? Oh, he did direct it too. Sorry, okay, I, was I gonna apologize. Say. Yeah, he directed and wrote part six. Oh, and then uh, Donnie Boyle did if you, 28 if, Days Later. Okay. Well, two two zombie directors. Interesting. Hmm. So if you because if you look at Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th plays on the meta thing a little bit. And like, it's not hardcore. Like they mention actual murderers and stuff, but they do play on the... Oh, I seen this in a horror movie. We should just keep oh. driving when Jason shows up in front of them. And there's another they like they throw in lines of like, I've seen this before, or this has been done in horror movies before. Hmm. So that's why people love Part Six. And it's like, honestly, Tom could have been a good candidate yeah. for this movie. And it's like no, it's like I feel like they it's they chose directors that already play with the satire because mm-hmm. you know Sam Raimi is known yeah. for his horror comedy mm-hmm. so George A. Romero I feel like it's the one I guess Super honestly his original movie was very very like also, a funny on a, day, almost Day of the Dead is pretty comedic actually right yeah, yeah it's very so I guess that's interesting they kind of knew who to go to mm-hmm. I think Wes Craven is like the weirdest one Wes Craven was the most serious but I feel like once after New Nightmare was done they're like oh this is perfect yes because they played on that real life bullshit that's like mm. hey you can probably do this because in, in Wes Craven's New Nightmare the Nightmare on Elm Street is a movie series that yeah. is mentioned so it's like that's what they're kind of playing on here, other movies. So, I mean, I would I would like to see all these different movies done, interpretations. That'd be so sick. We're never going to see that. No. But, I mean, we got this one, and this one's honestly amazing. So They should do, um, I know that's like YouTube, uh, some YouTube videos was like, what if this movie was made by this director? Oh, yeah. That would be cool, yeah. like if they go down the list. And mm-hmm. there's, it's probably out there, honestly, but that would be pretty sick. Oh. But, um... Hmm. What else? What else is there to talk about? Yeah, screen? we completely so forgot much. about the screen movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's oh, let me. That's another. This is another scene that I like. It's when Sydney gets her first phone call. Oh yeah, and he's like, "Oh, what? What's your favorite scary movie?" And she's like, "Well, I don't really watch them because you know it's it's always about this one big breasted girl who's runs up the stairs and instead of going out the door, it's kind of insulting. But then when she gets attacked, she she goes tries to go." She does to the door, but she fights off Ghostface, and instead of trying to go out the door again, she just runs up the stairs. Mm-hmm. So it kind of—I love that it. It's like you're talking all this shit, but you're doing it. Kind of reminds <laughs> me of somebody. First of all, okay, no, we gotta say you always like, oh, I will beat somebody's ass if they try to get to me like that. And one day on our way to work, we were gonna get in our car, and we hear a random noise, and you froze like a little bitch. <laughs> 
And then we get in the car and you're like, I don't like how I froze. And I'm like, I told you, it's it's not as easy as you think. Uh, but I, it was just so funny because she, she's talking shit basically about herself. Yeah. She is. We, we don't, she doesn't know that, but we know that mm-hmm. she's the final girl. And it's, 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 it's like that. It's like, you think you would react this way, but mm-hmm. it's when you're in that, put in that situation, it's, it's completely different. Yeah. And in part two, they do the same thing where it's Sarah Michelle Geller. Which I used to get that movie mixed with that movie mixed with I know what you did last summer and so this is this is why the nineties were a blur <laughs> because obviously I watched Scream Scary Movie first and Scary Movie's playing on Scream Scream Two and I know what you did last summer oh okay because Ghostface yeah. instead of a knife in Scary Movie he has a hook. the hook yeah so and Sarah Michelle Gellar is in both Scream Two and I know what you did last summer oh. so like to me all those oh, wow. movies blurred into yeah. one but in scream two instead of going out the door she goes up the stairs gotcha so it's like it's almost like a reference it's to like that you dummy like <laughs> yeah, yeah that is that's so crazy that's so true they have like the same actress in every movie and i feel like it's it just, makes it Sa- hard sarah michelle Gellar was like the 90s queen i guess yeah because scooby-doo come on now yeah that's true and also freddie prince jr was in i know what you did last summer i don't know the, the 90s were a bit of a blur <laughs> With those, all those movies, yeah. So I, we also have to mention how much Ghostface gets his ass whooped. Like this is one of that's the, how you know they're teenage boys. <laughs> like they fight back. Like everybody here fights back because mm-hmm. it's not just Sydney, but Tatum does the same thing. She literally fights for her life. Yeah, and she had a good idea trying to go through the dog, the cat. But door. At, at the same time, that funny thing is that that was kind of dumb. I mean, yeah. I feel like she could have fit in there. No. You think so? <laughs> she, she couldn't. I feel like there was space. She was like, oh. <laughs> It was kind of dumb, but also it's like, I would do the same thing. <laughs> I think it's funny how the door managed to carry her all the way up. Because in real life, we know that those doors oh, can't no. hold any weight like that. So no. they would have. Oh, I mean, in a scary movie, they definitely make fun of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> Which, oh, my God. Those yeah. movies now. I'm just a day player. <laughs> But yeah, Tatum fights back. Every I mean, everyone for the most part fights back. The only, and then one that's really random for me, but I guess the principal. Oh yeah! Oh my, I forgot which, about him. In his in his death, we do get Wes Craven playing Fred. Oh yeah, the janitor. The janitor. It funny. looks so weird because it almost doesn't even look like him. No, because so he has crazy. like long hair and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's but it's Freddy's sweater from part one. Yeah, I was gonna it's say he doesn't as, have the sleeves, right? Nope. Nope. Um, and then the, yeah, but I do like the shot before the principal dies where it's like, we see it through his eyes, ghost face mm, with the knife. Yeah. And if you, oh, another thing, now that I think about it in the party, when everyone's watching Halloween and Randy gives off his, um, the rules, like the rules. there's a phone call that appears, but Stu made that phone call because Stu right before when Randy gives off the third rule saying, never say, I'll be right back. He says, Stu's oh. like, I'm going to go get some beer. I'll be right back. Yeah. Kind of making fun of, but then the phone rings. We don't hear who it is. Yeah. But then Randy gets a phone call that the principal was murdered. He's hanging off the pl- flagpole or something. And everyone no one leaves. knows that. Everyone leaves. And why? Because Stu needed the house to be empty mm-hmm. for them to kill Sydney. Yeah, they had to kill Sydney, the dad, mm-hmm. and everything. That like, was they the had whole a whole plan. plan. And so if you think about it, because at that point Billy and Sydney were you know doing the earth thing. 
So Stu made the phone call once he left, and it's like you if once you put all these things together, you can see who the killer is. Yeah, and I guess also maybe we're influenced by we already know who it is, so it's just, harder. It, yeah, well, that, but it's like I wish we like, could do like, like the the Men in Black thingy. Like, oh yeah, forget it and then forget watch it. it. <laughs> But also, like, if you because that's like that's like the magic of it. It's like once you watch it, it's like now I know who it is. Mm-hmm. Let's sit down and watch it again. Yeah, and see where the clues were at. And yeah, that's that's one clue. It's like Stu leaves, and then immediately rings, there's a phone call, and they're talking about the principal. It's like no one else knew about the principal, not even the police yet, because the whole school is already empty, mm-hmm. and it's nighttime, and there's a curfew. Yeah. So it's like wow, the the wow, the way this movie. Like works. It, it thinks about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I will say they had a terrible plan with like, oh, I'm gonna shoot, what? I'm gonna shoot your dad in the head, stab you, stab us, and then we're gonna make it like make it through. I'm like, first of all, you tied him up with a rope. He's gonna have bruises on his hands, so they're gonna be like immediately something's Again, going on. They don't know how CSI yeah. shit works. <laughs> they don't watch enough scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, oh, I yeah. love that he mentions that. The blood that he has is corn syrup. Like, they use the pig bloods and carry. Which, I love that look of that, like, super red, glossy Mm -hmm. blood. I think it's such a fucking cool look. And I wish they bring it back. Mm -hmm. I hate the dark blood. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) It's realistic, but I don't like it. And then, let's talk about Randy. How Randy knew who the killer was the whole movie. He was right. And no one ever believed him. He was fucking right. And because he's a fucking nerd, nobody believed him. Because at the video store, he's talking to Stu. And he's like, look at Billy over there in the horror section. Hmm. Why would so he be there after right this? after right after being in jail as a suspect? You're gonna be hanging out in the horror section, huh? Yeah, and it's like wow, Randy was the only smart one, but no one was gonna believe him. Mm-mm. No one's gonna believe justice him. for Randy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he dies right. He yeah. he just gets shot in the shoulder. Though. No, he doesn't die. He lives. Randy's in the second one. Oh, we don't see him after he gets shot. Yeah, we Did do. we? Yeah, he's standing with Gail and Sydney when oh. she shoots him. Um, yes, right. Really yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, Stu's you know Stu's defending his man Billy. Yeah, you know, like it's not. It can't be Billy. You, know, you fucking idiot. Yeah, he's it's like making fun of him. him. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, leave him alone. He was right. Mm-hmm. Everyone should have believed them. But and then oh, let's talk. So Gail and Sydney don't get along in this movie. No, and it's because Gail is writing a book about the murder uh, of Sydney's mother, and she's kind of defending Cotton Weary at this point, saying mm-hmm. that he could be he's an innocent man. You kind of put an innocent man in jail, which. From Sydney's point of view, I see why she would think it was him if she saw someone leaving with his jacket on yeah. and his jacket was found bloody in his car. Mm-hmm. But if we, but now that we know that it was planted and obviously by the boys, but Gail's all about defending him and she's writing her book. So, you know, Sydney and Gail don't really have a great relationship, even in part four still. They're kind of just like, hey, hey Gail, like, um, she's fecking than press on nails. <laughs> Um, but I, I mean, she's also thinking like if your parents got like one of your parents got murdered and someone's making a book about defending the exactly. suspect, mm-hmm. you wouldn't just think emotionally more mm-hmm. than rationally. And yeah, I'm not going to fucking like that person. I mean, she punched so, <laughs> which I was so, so happy. Yeah. It's such a satisfying punch too. Yeah. <laughs> because, and then in the second one, they're still kind of. There's, she punches her again in the second one, to be honest, and they're still kind of at it. And then in part three, it's more like, oh, 
hey Gail, hey Sydney, like, like kind of like kind of awkward. Again. Like, are we like? It's more like, are we good? Like, are we good? Yeah. And then in part four, they're they're a little. It's a little better. And then it seems like in this one, they're like the best best friends. friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I guess it's like they've been through so much together that it's gonna bring you guys closer, regardless mm-hmm. of anything. The cameraman dies. She loses her cameraman, Kenny. <sighs> Poor guy. I, I do love the 30-second delay thing. I think that's such a genius thing that they mm-hmm. added to this because it's so true. It's like it, I that reveal when they he turns around and the doors open and then he looks at the TV and he goes, fuck, because yeah. I'm like, that is so genius. I feel like it's such a little detail, mm-hmm. but it adds so much to the fucking scene. Yeah, because they forget and then Ghostface appears and murders him. Mm-hmm. And I also like in his death scene when um Gale goes into the car and goes to turn on and the wipers start wiping his blood. Yeah. I think that's such a visually stunning shot. Like it's you didn't so know, good. You didn't know that it was bloody until this wiper started mm-hmm. going. And then she speeds up and fucking he <laughs> flies out. She almost dies. This, and this ending, because this ending is 40 minutes. I didn't know that. Like it's, when you turn, when you like check the preview, mm-hmm. it was like half of the movie was just the ending. And if you think about it, the beginning's pretty long too. It's mm-hmm. like this movie... It's like the middle is kind of like getting everyone together, getting to know your... And then it's like, your, done, done, yeah, done, yeah, done, done. It's like, let's finish it. And I know that this ending was like super hard to record and like they f- all fucking hated it. Like it was like, it was just so hard that they even at the end, they got shirts for it. Like I survived seeing something. That's cool. Because it was just super hard. But like this ending, there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. It's like... Sydney gets attacked then Sydney's running off then Sydney finds the cameraman cameraman gets attacked Sydney <laughs> runs away again then Gil appears Gil finds her cameraman dead she drives off Sydney she- appears in the middle of the road <laughs> it's Gail like fucking, yeah Gil fucking crashes Sydney's like well I don't know who was in that van but I'm gonna just run it back into the house then Sydney gets attacked in the police car she can't find Dewey then Dewey comes out and Dewey was stabbed and it's like what the fuck is happening yeah I do There's like so that it's, it happening. doesn't waste time like mm-hmm. it feels I mean it doesn't even feel like it's long it's just no. it's long but it's like so much is happening that it keeps you entertained and that's what this movie does so much is that it isn't just jump scare jump scare jump scare it's like the characters have like such a great like stew honestly he's the goofiest one in this movie and he adds so much to the movie mm-hmm. because it, it makes like serious scenes way more serious yeah but when he when he's acting when um he has Sydney as hostage and mm-hmm. he's like like just making jokes or even like, oh, did you really call the police? And it's like, my parents are gonna be so, so mad, mad at me. <laughs> like that's such a good scene. Like it's like and it's goofy as fuck if you yeah. really think about it. But it adds so much. And Billy like picks up the phone and throws it at him. He's like, <laughs> you do hit me it with the phone. Dick. <laughs> Isn't that like improvised? Didn't he like that was? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't I recall. Think if I remember correctly, I think that scene was improvised. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't supposed to get hit by the phone. And uh, he actually did, and he it just he just said that. I'm, I I'm, might be wrong. I'm but. pretty sure whereas Chris like just act just act crazy. Yeah. And yeah. or you know throw in your shit in, throw your stuff in there and it, I mean Matthew Lillard fucking he's a great actor bro that's why I hope he's alive because he is so fine <laughs> I mean if that's he's alive a, he's not gonna person. look so fine I know but I unless he has scars but they make him like I, sexy uh, and I'm like oh. I have such a crush on Matthew Lillard um so what if he's burnt like Freddy Krueger that's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's just a face uh so. There's one thing. Oh, one thing that I wanted to talk about that that was really interesting was in the when Sydney goes home after school mm-hmm. and Tatum's supposed to pick her up, she's upstairs and she's kind of getting her stuff ready and she, 
she's going downstairs and then she goes into the closet but they make this music like something's gonna come out of the closet nothing does but then we're looking at her and then you think that when she closes the door the killer's gonna be behind the door mm-hmm. when she closes it and another there's like nothing there yet but then later on that night she gets a phone call from the killer and this is the whole scene where she gets attacked he came he comes out of that, that same closet oh which I was like, oh, so they, they were kind of trying to tell us that something was going to happen for, yeah. with this. I guess it's like the rule of threes, mm-hmm. I should say, because it's yeah. like they, yeah. they set it up, then they set it up again. So it reminds mm-hmm. reminds you. And then at the end, it's a payoff. So mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, I guess they did. Because yeah, they did she up. goes, opens it, and there's like a music and nothing happens. Yeah. Then she goes and closes it and nothing's behind the door again. Mm-hmm. And then later on that night when she's on the phone and goes, it's like, I'm right behind you. And he comes out of the closet yeah the that's, same closet that's super interesting they mm-hmm. do play a lot with that jump scare sound yeah which at first i was like this is so random but then i'm thinking about it, i said well this is it's meta it's like it's a joke for it because all these scary movies it's always like it's always like a jump scare sound and it's never the killer it's yeah. always someone else it's like a fake jump scare mm-hmm. and then this movie with dewey every time dewey shows up it's like he jump scares everyone yeah um randy when <laughs> when Stu and randy are at the door at the end and yeah. he comes out which he could have gotten shot right there because he literally jumps at billy yeah yeah but it's always like they play with like musical notes and jump scares. Mm-hmm. When okay, I have one that kind of bothered me. It was when Sydney first gets attacked and at her place, mm-hmm. she goes to the closet and there's like a weird like. Meow, That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, is that? Oh, okay. So she opens the door, but nothing's in there. Gotcha. I think That's they were right. trying to t- trick you, like, oh, something's gonna come out of the closet, but nothing does. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? And then she's doing something in the closet, and, and then, then the she... way it's shot, it's like something's gonna be behind that door. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. in any other movie, that's what would happen. Yeah. But nothing. So then later on that night, yeah, five literally like ten minutes, five minutes later, she's doing the phone call. She's fucking with her, and then when she says. I, if you hang up on me, I'm gonna fucking kill you like your mother. When she goes inside and and she she I think I forgot what she says. It's like, oh, where are you? And he goes, oh, I'm right here. And comes out of that closet. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, so why basically is it making the, the rule of three? Like, yeah, because mm-hmm. I I, that, I I for some it bothered me. I was like, why is there so many like sounds like that? But it's also like the '90s, which the music choice. I think when um. The first scene when we see when after Casey dies, they have like this weird ass music mm-hmm. in the school. And I'm like, why is this song in this movie? <laughs> but it's also like the style of I that mean, 90s. Do Dewey, Dewey gets his own theme music in the second one's like dun 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 dun. <laughs> Which I gotta say, I always get Dewey uh from scary uh scary movie. What's I know Doofy uh, and Doofy. Scary movie. I always get them conv- I always think it's the same actor. I know. Why do you think these movies were a blur? It's and so why crazy. and this is why I enjoyed them so much because they were just so comforting to watch, but and I don't think they were supposed to. Oh, I will say one thing from Matthew Lillard that I fucking love in this movie is the buka. Oh yeah, buka, <laughs> <laughs> you die. I fucking <laughs> love that because it's like I okay. So last night I was watching this after a long day and I fell asleep, and I woke up to Tatum dying. Oh yeah, and it's then, so loud. Yeah, it's I, a lot. I fall back asleep again, and then I wake up to puka, and I was like, "Oh, there's my man doing his iconic puka," and it goes back, to and sleep. then fell back asleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I fucking love the puka. Hey, that last, I scene, wanted as a ringtone. That would be yeah, like I, my text, text message. Puka. <laughs> uh, I feel like this last scene was just 
a masterpiece. Like mm-hmm. everything about it is so entertaining because it's not just scary. It's funny. Yeah. It, serious. Everything. It's just perfect. Like Wes Craven did such a fucking good job. Yeah. Oh my Cause gosh. I also love that. Um, Randy's like, Hey, be careful. Cause the killer always comes back for one final scare mm-hmm. and Billy wakes up. Oh yeah. He goes, and, and she shoots him in the head. And then she says, not in my fucking, not movie. in my movie. And then, I mean, in the fourth one, she, after, spoiler again, after she kills uh, her cousin, uh, she says, one thing they didn't tell you about remakes, Joe, is that you don't fuck with the original. Oh, gotcha. So it's like, yeah, don't, it's fuck, like with, the, don't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's... I, these movies, I'm telling you, they're fucking amazing. They're great. I love them all. Yeah, this movie really all, caught all, me. All four of them, I love them in their own ways. And, even... Some more than others. Yeah, like, it just caught me by surprise because I honestly thought it was going to be like, oh, this movie's not going to age well. Like, mm-hmm. it's probably like super 90s, but to the but it it does. It ages so well. Yep. And it's still, you can still enjoy any aspect of it. It's so great. So the final scene, the party scene near the end of the film, which was 42 minutes long, mm-hmm. um, it was shot over a course of 21 days. Oh Which my. wasn't Halloween shot in 21 I days? I think so. Fully? I think so. So, yeah. So, 21 days from the time the sun set to the time it rose after it wrapped, the crew had t-shirts made that read, I survived scene eight one eighteen Because it was such a long scene. That's crazy. And they, the casting crew, as a joke, called it the mm-hmm. longest night in horror history. Yeah. I mean, 21 fucking days. So, I wonder so, what's the, how many days that it takes do the entire film i know that's shit 20 but it's like they, they shot from sun down to sun up Oof. at one like they the final time the good final ass day. paycheck though mm-hmm. i mean 173 million dollars <laughs> i hope so let me see how many days did scream take to film because it must have been no oh my god bro that it's just saying how that that long the film took place at the house over 21 nights mm-hmm. yeah i mean it it just talks about that i'm pretty sure add another 20 days maybe yeah maybe because i mean that's a long shoot oh yeah. my god i would hate then, myself oh, one thing do you remember in halloween one when uh Lori tells um tommy and Lindsay to go to the mckenzie's to get help uh-huh well, if you if you remember Drew Barrymore's parents in the beginning, Casey's parents in the beginning, the dad tells the wife, "Hey, go to the Mackenzies for oh. help," which is another reference. They they uh, they do reference a lot of horror movies. but yeah. Halloween is the most prominent one. They use the music. That's another I, thing. They I, use the music. Bro. I was like, "Yo, like you have your own movie, but like." Let's take Halloween's theme and use it a little bit in this scene. And it's like they played with it. so And it worked. I don't know how like, it's not illegal to do that. <laughs> he, they're literally filming the movie and using this fucking theme mm-hmm. with Ghostface. Like, that is so oh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, because Ghostface pops out. Yeah, it's like, the, it's, like you would, it's, it's not Michael. It's Ghostface. It's like, yeah. And then, uh, what's his name? When uh, Randy's Randy talking, is talking. with the theme of mm-hmm. the, the, the mystery. It's so great. It, it's it's genius, but I'm like, how is that even legal? How Fuck did it. they do that? Scream King can do anything. I guess. I like, feel also playing on with the whole, like, it's a, it's a movie referencing movies. Like, let's get away. We can do this. Because I, I guess I'm just, I'm, I, it's just 
that is so important because it's like how how is that even possible? Because mm-hmm. I feel like if I were to do that with a random movie, I would fucking go to fucking court. <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> YouTube's like no surf Mm-mm. copyright. I'm like, hey, no, Scream got to do it. Yep. I don't know. I don't know how they they got to do it. I really don't know. That's like uh, super crazy. That's but like it, honestly, that's more great. impressive than anything else. But it's, <laughs> how the it's fuck? Great. Uh, I do love the jokes like, oh, does does uh, why is Jamie Lee Curtis in all these eighties movies? Oh, and yeah. Randy's like, well, she's like the scream queen. Yeah, she's the and he does like the praise the yeah. Lord inside. <laughs> and then uh, Stu is like, does she does she ever show her tits in any of these movies? And he's like, no, not until like uh, well, Trading Places. Trading in Places ninety three. Ninety three, eighty three. I well, on IMDb it said ninety three. Oh, okay. but I don't know. Uh, and I was like, she did. Yeah, and then I, was, I saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, we looked it up. Hubba, I, like, hubba. I was like, I never knew she did that. But, um, yeah, not 80, or sorry, 83. Yeah, I was like, 83. Yeah, but I, I, I love this. Like, I don't know. It's, this movie's great. Uh, oh, there was like, I read like an article how like they got a detail wrong mm-hmm. for Halloween. It's when they just, uh, uh, Michael stabbing uh, the boyfriend in the uh, bathroom. Uh-huh. How they're like, oh, it's too red, but there's no blood in that scene. Because like, that's like a major aspect of Halloween is that yeah. there's no blood. Mm-hmm. And like, they're like, oh, they got that detail wrong. So they, they, they fucked up with yeah. the reference. I'm like, and, all right, that's I mean, like it's such fine, a right. But it's also, it's, it's also if you think Halloween in this movie, like when they're watching the final scene, it gets rewinded a few times. Uh, it does, right? Because we watch one scene and then it goes back and it's still in that scene. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. that, that would this movie would have been over with already. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. it's, it's also like over 21 year, uh, years, 21 days. They're bound to fuck up somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to do. And yeah, we do see that. I'm trying to think if there was like another reference. Oh, I mean, Randy going, he's right behind you, Lori, right behind you. And yeah. Ghostface is right behind him. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's and so I great. Mean, at the video store, he mentions Prom Night, the Howling. I forget. He mentioned Mutilator, I think, at one point. So so many movies are mentioned, but I do love that going back on Halloween, how West plays on the Halloween so much mm-hmm. instead of like him being, I'm just going to, you know, I am West Craven. So I'm going to use my own movies as reference. And he doesn't, no. he doesn't like play on Nightmare on Elm Street. No, not at he all. He knows that Halloween is like the goat. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he knows. He knows. I mean, that's his inspiration. Mm-hmm. Like it's like his thank you to West to John to Carpenter. John Carpenter. Um, uh, Tatum calls him West Carpenter at yeah, one point. Mm-hmm. This this feels like a West Carpenter film. <laughs> it's disrespectful as fuck. <laughs> it's, it's so, so funny though. It's like, oh, well, then there's, he even makes fun of his series. Well, I mean, I guess it, he didn't want to continue it, but they like, the only good movie was the first one of the, the Nightmare. Nightmare Street, the rest of them suck. And yeah. it, I love that West West Craven's like, I didn't do, I didn't, I did not want that in the movie. That's not out of my control. <laughs> but I agree. <laughs> but no Tino Shade, <laughs> agree. No, but it, it, but I mean, on, honestly, yeah, it's like Nightmare One is great. I am a stan of Nightmare Three. I will defend Nightmare Three because Nightmare Three is amazing. But it's. I mean, the, it got kind of got kind of weird and kind of crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When that, what's the one that like the house is falling, and he's like a cartoon character? Oh, uh, part six. We don't. I don't like talking. About <laughs> I watched it. I was like, what the fuck? They they I think really, it's part six. Yeah, they don't. really fucked with him. It's there. like yeah, like it's just Freddy got really. And then I mean, it was Wes Craven's baby that first one. So yeah, I, and that's why he wanted to bring it back with New Nightmare, make it more serious, and yada yada yada. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. But honestly, Scream, a goat of the horror genre. Mm-hmm. I feel like this movie will live on forever. Mm-hmm. Even and I hope they don't try to remake of this movie. I feel like this is one of those movies that they, you really they, can't they, remake. They did in four. They, no, no, no. But like, 
Oh, like legit like, remake. Oh no, 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 no. Like, uh, I feel like they they just can't do it. No, I, it's impossible to do. This is one of those movies that they lit. If they tried, they even would if they fuck tried, up. it's like it's just a continuation. <laughs> yeah, like it has to be that. It yeah. really has to be. It's like a hardcore parody of like the first one. <laughs> yeah, it's like the it's names. That, oh, you're Billy. I'm Stu. Let's kill people. Let's yeah. find a Sydney. And it's like let's do let's just remake the movie. It's like it's this whole parody. Uh, I know there's like a supposed of like there's a um I watch these videos of like psychology criminal whatever mm-hmm. and they talk about like the um, when they que- the they inter- uh what is it called when they question them uh in- interrogation inter the interrogation mm-hmm. and there's one video that I haven't seen but I I'm very interested in called the Scream Killers and supposedly this was the inspiration for the killers in this movie mm-hmm. but I haven't seen it. Um, so maybe for the fifth one, when it comes out and we do the episode, uh, I'll probably have it Confirm already it. watch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I would love to see that, but yeah, this is, you think top five of your favorite horror movies? Mm, I'd say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if Scream 5 might change that, but yeah, for sure. Oh, true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. And do you think this one's your favorite out of the whole series? Yes. Yeah. So for, for me at least, cause I, I have, I don't know. I know you haven't seen them all like that, but for me, it's one, four, mm-hmm. here we go, three, <laughs> and two. Okay. The thing, we're about to get canceled, but hear me out before y'all stop listening. I know. Because I, no, I just put two in last place. Horror is subjective. Fucking leave us alone. Um, you can have your own rating. No, that's true. But for me, too, I, I mean, I, I know I know. I told you guys I was trying to rewatch them all before this. It was, I just, I worked a long week, so I couldn't watch them all, but... With two, I just feel like it's one all over again. It's not doing anything brand new. Oh, gotcha. It's just like, oh, it's just a continuation that doesn't really try. I mean, it is playing on the whole, like, horror movies and their sequels, you know? Yeah. Like, the part is playing on the whole thing with part twos, but, like, it, it just felt like part one all over again. And I was like, okay, mm. I want something more fun. And then with Scream 3, like, I know fans don't really love it, but it's so much fun. It's so fun to watch. Really? and. It, it's it does this thing where like the characters are alongside the characters that are playing and stab. So like we have Gail and Gail, Dewey and Dewey, Sydney and Sydney, oh, stuff okay. like like it. I don't know if part three for me. Yeah, it's a mess, but it's just so fun to watch. Yeah, some movies are just fun like mm-hmm. that. Even though yes, they have all their these problems, yeah. you can still kind of enjoy the movie. And but for me too, I don't know. It just feels long and same oh same thing again. So, and I don't want to spoil the killers. I kind of want you to see when you watch it, see if you can guess who it is. Okay. And then tell me. Yeah, I would like, I I mean, I was kind of excited to do the rankings. It's just that we couldn't find the movies on streaming platforms no, at first. We will have, yeah, we will have, they were all on different platforms. And like I said, I worked a long week. I just yeah, couldn't, I didn't have time. I didn't have time. Especially you also had like Chris, like birthday. I had a birthday. And yeah, my fiance's birthday was this whole weekend. So we spent it with him. But but yeah, you should watch them. And then I guess I and then I talked to you. I was like, if we don't, we'll do it. We should just do a ranking when we do part five. Yeah, I'd be down to do that. Mm-hmm. We have enough time. For that, that way, we rank all five of them together. Yeah. Didn't the doesn't the um, fifth movie come out in like an important day? No. January fourteenth. No, I thought it was like it meant something that it was in that day. I don't know mm-hmm. for what reason. They should have released it this week, but. I think Spider-Man might have ruined that for everyone. Yeah, spider <laughs> they were kind of smart. And I know people are saying, like, oh, January release, like, that sucks. Like, But honestly, it can't, they can't do it Halloween because mm-hmm. we have Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do it December because of Spider-Man. 
Because I feel like two and two and well, this one in part two, part two was released a week ago. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Part two just had their anniversary too. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Damn. Well, hopefully it's good. I'm. I can't wait. I think it will be. And I, I, I'm, I'm trusting them. It will be. If it's not, I'm gonna be very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, and also like watching the special effect or the the, the special, special features. features. Mm-hmm. They talk about how like every decision was for Wes Craven. Like mm-hmm. that's so. I, I'm kind of happy that they're doing that. Mm-hmm. So I hope they do it justice. So. And part three was released in February. Oh, gotcha. And part four was in April. Okay. I remember I part four was the only one that I actually... I think maybe that's another thing why I love it so much. I did get to go to the theaters to see that one. Mm. It came out two days before my birthday. So then it came... So then on my birthday, we went and I had just turned 17. So I was like, I can go see a rated R movie. Oh, So damn. I ended up going with a whole group of people. We took out the whole row. And I remember they, they were like giving us a hard time to like let us go and watch it. So we had to have someone's mom come and pay for all oh, of our tickets wow. basically. And <laughs> and she's like, I can I just let can can I just give them all permission to go see it? I'm not gonna be in there, but they're all gonna go see it. I'm giving them all permission. Yeah. Yeah, because they were being so and I'm like, I just turned seventeen and I have my ID. What's the problem? I thought y'all said seventeens can go watch this. Yeah. It was so weird, but was it here in the United States? Yeah, it was here and it was in Orlando. Hmm. Not gonna say where, but it's a theater that's dying slowly. <laughs> oh, I already know which one you're talking yeah. about. Um, so yeah, I remember watching Scream Four, and when the killer was real, my mom was blown. I, I couldn't. Um, yeah, it was uh, so good. That's awesome, and I love the way Gail's look in Scream Four. I love it. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. which is the one with the with the hair? Oh, the the, the bangs. Fucking, the bangs. <laughs> Honestly, that hairstyle is kind of coming back, though. Oh, God. Because I've seen a lot of people with that same hairstyle. Yeah, just grab grab a piece of hair and just kind of chop it. <laughs> <laughs> and with your eyes closed, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, right? Do you yeah. have anything else? Not that I can add. If we missed anything, please let us know. Yeah, or mm-hmm. just let us know what you think about the movie. Mm-hmm. Are you excited to watch the new one? Oh, hell yeah. That's a, you know, I want to know. I want to know. So, yeah, guys, that is pretty much it. And like I said at the beginning of the show, if you want to support us, leaving a review, following or whatever on any platform except Pandora. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, just support us there. It's going to help us very much. We're going to have YouTube videos out on Christmas Day. Yeah. And then and next year, we're going to do a video podcast. So mm-hmm. hopefully you guys can enjoy that. Um, and then just support us directly. We have our merch store down below in the description. It's Whoredaddy's, uh, uh, store. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just anything that you like. Check us out there. Um, so we completely forgot the episode. Yeah, we <laughs> sorry. So we're back again because beep we forgot to do our our fucking shit at the end. So daddy of the movie, fucking reviews and shit, kills. So daddy of the movie for me, be told oh, it's hard, but between Billy and Stu, I'm gonna have to go with Stu. Stu, Dreamboat. I feel like Billy was just too like I'm edgy. You know, he had like no personality. He was kind of like, huh, "What's up?" Even girl? though he, ate, I mean, they both age well. Yeah, but, but I think Stu just has the personality and mm-hmm. everything. It's so great. He also has like gorgeous eyes too. So, yeah, yeah. He he does add a lot to the fucking character. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite kill? Ah, uh, so out of all the kills in this movie, um, I'm gonna say mine's Tatum's. 
Tatum's? Okay. Yeah. I'm I think that was with, like a pretty creative one. I'm going to go with Casey because they okay. leave her hanging on the tree oh, with her guts hanging yeah, out. Yeah, and honestly, the scene completely mm-hmm. is so good. So, mm-hmm. okay. I That's fair. That's a good one. And what? Do you the, have a oh, review? The, the reviews, of I, course. Look of at course. us. Fucking up. I know. It's just, we, we this episode was a little bit different than usual. Yeah, so, and also we're doing it like at a random day. Yeah, we're not doing true. it at the regular day. It's, I'm, it's not 12 o'clock at night. I'm not tired. <laughs> so... My one star is I did not scream. Oh, one wow. Star. Oh, that's <laughs> such a good review. <laughs> Great job. Thanks for letting me know how the movie is, person. It's like false advertisement. <laughs> uh, my five star review that I liked was check, checked all the boxes for what a good horror film should consist of and was un- executive. Ex- sorry. You're not tired? <laughs> it was executed perfectly. I personally loved how... no. Wow, I'm so sorry, y'all. Let me restart. <laughs> uh, scene eight, action. <clears throat> Checked all the boxes for what a good horror film should consist, and that was. <laughs> you cannot read, bro. You, <laughs> you cannot read There's today. Too much coffee in my system right now. Okay, one more time, and if I fuck it up, fuck it. All right, scene eight, take twelve, <clears throat> action. <laughs> Checked all the boxes for what a good horror film should consist of and was executed perfectly. I personally loved how the action and suspense started right off the bat and continued the whole way through. Okay. Yeah, that's very good. I do agree with that one. Thanks. You know, you finally got it. Very proud of you for, you know, reading it. Shitty bitch. <laughs> now watch. I'm going to fuck this up. Yep. So I'm going to go. They're both pretty long. But I can see. <laughs> the first one is really funny. The bad review. Because I can read this in a British act, or I'm reading it with a British accent in my head. Because it goes, one star, flabby and depressing comedic slash flick. Fifth rate screenplay about teenagers terrorizing by an all too clever serial killer is rampant and unpleasantness and TV movie style craftsmanship. It is one of the director's Wes Craven's worst efforts. But of course, he's laughing all the way to the bank at critics who fail to chuckle at such nihilist and exploitive aspects, such as Drew Barrymore happily gutted like a fish and left hanging out for all to see. Most of the acting is vacuous. I don't even know what the fuck that means. And the cruddy color and clanging technical setups just reek of bad taste. It shows the filmmakers to be without much talent or joy for making movies, and yet it's all smug and unreal. I hope our British listeners don't cancel us for your bad accent. Is it bad? I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I never said I was good at it, but I just love that he's like, just. I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> I, I don't know what you said. <laughs> like he just said a bunch of shit that. And then he said that Wes Craven's just bad at directing. That's Amen. that's all I got from this. Don't agree with you. I think the dogs don't agree. Either. They really don't agree. They, <laughs> they you said mad. that and they, they got triggered. Now they're barking. <laughs> and then the 10 out of 10. Damn, they really did not like that. They really I got think it was mad. my accent. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, so now the dogs agree with what I said. Um, <laughs> so they're quiet now. Let's see if they agree with this one. So the 10 out of 10, (laughs) the resurrection of the slasher subgenre. After the slasher subgenre decay in the late of of the 80s, many good slashers were a flop in early and middle of 90s. But in 1996, the master of horror, Wes Craven, released a new slasher film called Scream, 
resurrecting the subgenre. He saved it too in 1984, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Um, he did it twice with a great talent. Scream was a tribute to many slasher films, but using a special mark the dark, and dark humor. A smart, mysterious, thrilling script, great performance by Neve Campbell, every blah, 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 everyone in the fucking movie, and a great direction <laughs> make of Scream, gem of the gem. What the fuck does, bro, what? Uh, a great direction make of Scream, a gem of the slasher subgenre, and one of the best horror films in the 90s. The great three lead characters in Ghostface are great horror icons. Mm, yeah. Yeah, basic, but agree very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty much the episode. That is the episode, y'all. So I already said what you can do to support us, guys. Mm-hmm. And remember, you sick fucks, you've seen one too many movies. <laughs> I told you I was going to fuck it up. Okay, and again. Scene 12, take two, action. You sick fucks, you've seen one too many movies. Wait. Oh, it is movies. Okay, I thought it was. I thought you were missing horror. You see, I literally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, scene twelve, take three, action. You sick fucks! You've seen one too many movies. No, please don't kill me, Mister Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel. Mwah.